Um, excuse me. Oh, I haven't seen you in here before, sir. Oh, hey. Yeah. What's up? Are you also an executive? Yeah, you know, I I do a little bit of this. You usually get on a lot later on the, the elevator. That's why I'm surprised that you're on this well, uh, you're here. Uh, oh, that's that's my stop. Goodbye. Oh, oh hello there. Oh, you don't look very good, sir. How are we doing this morning? Oh, you look like you uh, are a little under the weather. I, I'm not feeling my best. Thank you for noticing very much. How's All right. How, how are everything's here here at Southern Studios? I just uh, I. Yes, please I go have, ahead. You have the floor, my son. No, no, no. This isn't. This isn't in the elevator. This is outside of it. Uh, does the audience like this southern character? Because every <laughs> it's you, you, you bring it back as if they are clamoring for it, as if uh, they can't get enough of this. It's the closest to Jamaican you can do without. Yeah, the look, the list of acceptable uh, impressions is very short now. <laughs> very you short. can just have a. Can't you just have a voice? Can't you just talk? I, like my own voice? Yeah. That's not offensive. But I do that for 55 minutes. I bebop, jazz, and scant while, uh, you know, while I'm waiting for you guys to stop talking. Ah. Fuck it. Drop that theme song. Welcome back to the Cable Boys, the internet's only podcast about movies, movies. That's right, Justin. We are just three Shirleys who like to talk about movies from our childhood that were inappropriate for one reason or another. Like 1980s Joke Fest Airplane by the Zucker Brothers and Abrams. Abrams. Zaz. Z-A-Z. Mm-hmm. Did they they eventually uh, separated, right? They did, yeah. Um, uh, They they did four pictures together. Well, uh, in addition to screenwriting uh, Kentucky Fried Movie, they did Airplane, Police Squad, Top Secret, and Ruthless People. And then they kind of went their separate ways. Uh, They never directed together again. Uh, One of them, uh, David, went on to do uh, the Naked Gun series. Jim uh, did the Hot Shots series, and then Jerry, the strangest, uh, did Ghost, which yeah. was, of course, nominated. Is that the Zucker or Abrams? Uh, Jim Abrams, and then David and Jerry Zucker. So Jerry Zucker did Ghost. So um, let's settle it right now. Um, first of all, we, in a earlier iteration of this show on a different network, we discussed Kentucky Fried Movie, and if you listen to that one, we're probably going to overlap and talk about some similar mm-hmm. things, so we're sorry. That show's dead to us, that old one, uh, until we start putting them up on Patreon to make a little coin. But um, yeah, so if we, if we uh, repeat ourselves, we're sorry. But uh, right now, we're going to talk about our five favorite movies also throughout this. I think we'll weave it. Comedies. Comedies, yeah, comedies. Funniest comedies is what it was pitched yeah. uh, to us yesterday during the Twitch stream. Yeah. Um, but I do kind of want to settle cause that's very interesting to me when they split one of them did naked gun, the naked gun series, mm-hmm. which are hilarious. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Still funny. I watched I watched uh, one and two not too long ago. Still hilarious. And another person did Hot Shots. Shot. Hot Shots one and two are hilarious. And uh, spoiler alert, it's not in my top five, but I wrote a bunch down. And Hot Shots two was in consideration. Yeah. Hilarious it, it's It's definitely up there. And it, it was so imprinted on a young Kevin Man Warren that – I uh, I remember in theater class for junior high school, we had to uh, we had to present like a video or like a short play, and I wrote uh, something that at the time I thought was wholly original, uh, and the title of it was "The Fugitive Part Do." <laughs> it could. You still have that? it? Could uh, no, I, I I can't imagine uh, that I still have it somewhere. But it was uh, I just like filmed it at like a local park, and it was the fugitive, but with just like jokes straight up ripped from hot shots, <laughs> like like all of the reaction shots, like the uh, the one where uh, he's in a jail cell and he's trying to reach uh, to get the keys, and so he just kind of like. Uh, squeezes through the jail cell, grabs the keys, and then goes back inside the jail cell. I thought I thought that was fresh as fuck <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah. when I redid that. Who and who on that list did Top Secret? Hilarious movie. Uh, Top Secret. Also on my list. You said they all did that, right? You said they those. all did that. Oh, they yeah, all they, did they, it, right? th- that that was the after Airplane and Police Squad. Wow. So yeah. Uh, uh, very divergent paths. Uh, I would say that David Zucker had the longest career out of them. He's the, he's the one who did, uh, the naked gun series. Um, he also did basketball. Mm. Uh, he did scary movie three and four. Uh, and something that, uh, I don't remember seeing anything about. This is a 2008, a uh, satirical comedy film directed by David Zucker. It's called Amer- An American Carol. Have you guys heard of this? Yes, this is the one that I no. was in. That's what uh, yeah, Mike's in. Yeah, I, I feel like this is what we talked about before. Yeah. Um, to recap, uh, it's right when I moved to LA and I'm in the, a scene that, we, that took 15 hours to shoot. One scene with uh, one of the Farleys and uh not chris <laughs> obviously no. not the good one and uh he um i mean it was a tricky scene blocking wise but he uh he couldn't remember his line ever and they had to do so many takes and so many resets and they took a break and then they came back tried to do it again he fucked it up every single time to the point where the audi the not the audience but the whatchamacallit, the extras. The crew, everybody. The yeah. extras, in the because it was an audience scene, the extras started yelling his lines at him. That's how That's bad rough. it got. And the AD had to get on a microphone and say, please don't do this. <laughs> it, was, it was a rough night. And, uh, and also funny, I told this story as, at a um, pitch meeting once to sort of like, you know, that bullshitty thing mm-hmm. like where you're kind of like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, but then like, Somehow this came out like there was an end for me to tell this story. And one of the executives goes, uh, I'm a really good, I'm a really good friend of blank Farley. 
And I went, it's Kevin. It's Kevin, right? Well, I didn't want to, there's two of them, right? There's Kevin and there's another one. I didn't want to. Well, it's the one that's in the movies. Okay. Well, yeah, it's Kevin. So the executive, you're not, you're you're not (laughs) keeping a secret. He is the star of the movie. (laughs) Similar. Like that's like saying his character is documentary filmmaker, Michael Malone. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we know who he's spoofing. Um, Yeah. The, the executive was like, uh, Kevin Farley's a really good friend of mine. And then there was silence in the uh, pitch in the room. And I went, well, everyone has a bad day. I'm having one now. <laughs> <laughs> Rough, stuff. Rough stuff. Yeah. I was, I was just reading the plot of it and, uh, and it, because I, I was looking at the Wikipedia's for the Zucker brothers and also for Abrams. And it just like, it seemed weird that they all split off. And then right at the bottom, it just says like, uh, uh, David Zucker started making uh, commercials for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And then he made this film, which is like uh, with Kevin Farley. It's with Kelsey Grammer. Uh, it was uh, with John Voight. Uh, it was Dennis Hopper's last uh, screen appearance before his death, yeah. like going out on a high note. And yeah, it's a uh, it's an American uh, or sorry, it's a um, Charles Dickens classic. It's it's the it's the Republican version of Scrooged. Yeah. But uh, the reading reading the plot of it is just rough. Not good. I mean, I have seen it. No. And do you uh, did you make the cut? Um. No, I, I'm not. I wasn't in it. So I mean, I I was there. Let's say that I'm not in it. That's too bad. I bet you were great. I didn't have much to do. <laughs> but back to this movie. Yeah, back, yeah, back to, to let's to get to the good highs. Movie. This is not a podcast uh, where we about the lows. Let's not talk about the lows yeah. of this. Yeah. I mean, we do get there eventually, but <laughs> uh, um, I think this is probably uh we all kind of all three of us picked this in a way. Um we're all three comedy nerds, so I would assume that this yeah, was this, a big one for all three of us growing up. This is one of those movies that I mean it's 1980, it's as old as I am. So it's mm-hmm. always been in my life. It's always yeah. just been, which is weird. Like, like I said, like rewatching it, I was just like, I wasn't really laughing out loud a ton, but I was just like, oh, this is, oh yeah, here comes that joke. Oh, and here comes that scene. Oh, isn't that nice? Like, this is also like, it's like I said, it's comfort food, just like comedy comfort. Mm-hmm. I yeah, still laugh out loud a lot. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. It, it's also just like the the sort of jokes that are in it are now just so ingrained. Yeah. I feel like in our senses of humor that uh, it's it's more of an appreciation than it is uh, just like a, a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, all the ones I laughed at are not the ones that I could rattle off off the top of my head. I wrote new ones down that I was like, this is, this is great. And one of the things I love about this movie uh, is that there's been funny movies in the last 10, 20 years not a lot of great ones, but some funny ones. But none that I can think of that mine comedy, like literally like a, like a cryptocurrency, like just constantly yeah. mining. And like, where else can we go with this joke? Like these movies. And like so many are, and then even when they just have a, maybe a line of dialogue that's not a joke, it's a, then a punchline five minutes later. Like when, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to yeah. jump to, towards the end when they're, trying to land the plane. And I'm going to assume everyone's seen the movie is listening to this when they're trying to land the plane. And Les, Leslie Nielsen just comes in and goes, you know, we're all counting on you yeah. or whatever. 
And yeah. it's, you know, there's no joke and he just leaves. And then he does it three more times, including yeah. after they've landed. Like it's, it's just so great. Yeah. It really isn't perfect in the sense of like so much comedy after this, like you said, is so informed by it of like, oh, let's get serious actors to do these ridiculous roles. Like yeah. n- nobody was really doing that until this. Yeah. Uh, and then now, now everyone does. Now everyone wants to do it but i think that's why naked gun is still great is because leslie nielsen is so great mm-hmm. it's like, pitch it just perfect pitch per- everyone in the movie this movie is pitch perfect like robert stack is great stack lloyd like, bridges yeah. um what's uh what's the pilot's name robert Graves. Uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah they're, they're all very Kareem's peter great. peter graves i think what'd you say kevin peter graves peter graves uh, robert was the pilot yeah. The Even that, <laughs> I mean, let's just jump into like different scenes, parts of the movie. I totally forgot that he starts off the interaction with the kid by saying, have you ever seen a full, grown, a full grown man naked? And then de-escalates it to more right. innocuous questions. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you guys see what the original line was? No. Because like the, the opening line is, uh, have you ever seen the inside of a cockpit before? <laughs> Uh, which was uh, we we can also talk about this. So like the the movie as a whole is based uh, 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 plot wise, but also a lot of the dialogue is directly from the film Zero Hour. Mm-hmm. They they basically like when they when they were mining bits uh, for a Kentucky Fried movie, they would just like stay up all night. Uh, and just like hit record and they would uh, get a bunch of commercials to parody. But this film came on and they realized that it had the exact perfect structure. It's about like uh, a poisoning, a food poisoning on a flight and the crew is down and they need to figure out how to uh, how to land it successfully. And so like a lot of the dialogue is just stripped directly from it. One of the lines is, have you ever seen the inside of a cockpit uh, in zero hour? And their original pitch to change it, change it was, uh, have you ever sucked a grown man's cock before? <laughs> <laughs> they wrote it. And then immediately we're just like, I mean, that can't stay in. There's no way. There's no way that's getting past anyone. Yeah, that takes his, that that takes the movie to a whole different level of man. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is very funny that it it starts high and then like goes a little bit lower since then. There there's another example of that. Uh, the scene where uh, the the woman uh, is freaking out uh, and she's just oh. like, "I got to get out of here," and the stewardess says, "Like, calm down." Uh, and uh, and then like uh, another passenger comes and says, "Like." Uh, I'll I'll handle this. Calm down, and then slaps her, and then there just like forms a line of people all just like slapping her. Uh, but then uh, <laughs> uh, one guy has boxing gloves, one guy has a wrench, a lady has a revolver, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's a baseball bat, and then a tire iron. And if you're getting in the line, and the person in front of you has a gun, go back to your seat. You're not <laughs> you're not going to do any further well, damage. Maybe get a pistol whip them, and then maybe that's what. There that's there. true mm-hmm. yeah that is true and it's funny to, like watch it like i was because I, I probably haven't seen this movie in a few years i don't think maybe more and i was like oh, i wonder how problematic this movie is and it's actually not like i don't feel like it's very problematic at all I'm like no there's definitely I, a couple there's a couple moments in there there's like, a couple uh, but like 
it's well, all uh, it's all done at a at a so unrealistic point. It'd be, it'd be like getting mad. I guess people do get mad at cartoons. What am I saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, like like them slapping the woman. It's like it's so silly. You know, it's uh, well, yeah, yeah. I saw some some talk about like, oh, that scene's kind of problematic. And I was like, well, the scene is they're just making fun of that scene in other movies where that happened. Yeah. Well, one one scene uh, that is a little bit problematic is uh, where he does the flashback to go to the African tribe. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Who, who he teaches basketball to. And like the joke of it is that they pick it up immediately. And he's like, yeah, I guess it's uh, I guess it's superior yeah. uh, American. <laughs> it's superior superior american training techniques but the joke of it is just like black guys are good at basketball yeah. is that, <laughs> that that's is that joke. what they're trying that's, to suggest joke, yeah yeah but I, you know it's the it's the 70s it's still uh yeah basketball's not even popular then really um yeah i mean it was it was popular kareem kareem got cast yeah uh, and he was a nba final uh mvp this movie has a lot of like mandela effect to it too of like i didn't remember that scene in that place or if i thought and i've heard the scene that that basketball scene does have a, the one like oh he's like kind of like a harlem globetrotter mm-hmm. like uh-huh. and i thought the rest of that scene is just in my head i was like oh it's the harlem globetrotters were in this movie mm. and they just do like a bunch of like basketball tricks but then it's not just do dunking <laughs> it's just fucking bucket <laughs> yeah. bucket after bucket, bucket. After just bucket. like Actually, thrilling to watch. Uh, yeah. Just like <laughs> watching a pro team just warm up and just like sinking one after another. Yeah, that's very exciting. the 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 joke that there's a couple that I'd forgotten about, and the one that uh, made me the two that made me laugh the hardest were when they call um, the pilot's wife to say like, "Hey, the plane's going down. She's in bed with the horse." Oh, with yeah. the horse. I'd forgotten about the horse. Yeah, Jesus that is Christ. So, and the, him him just looking up. Uh huh. Is so perfect. That was so. How funny. do you how do you train a horse to neigh? That's one of the. I would like to know like it? how many takes that took because you can see that horse was like, "Can I get up now?" Like, <laughs> so like they were like, "Jesus Christ, get lay down, lay down, lay down!" Like, hurry up, turn the lights off. And the second one was, and it's so dumb, but it was the uh, the breaking news around the world, and just to the guy playing the drums. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's breaking. And he switches whatever uh, sticks uh-huh. and, and that turn to the camera fucking got me. Was- There's a lot of stuff in there of like, because I, I, like I said, I watched this movie so much as a kid. Like, I think we mm-hmm. all did. That just like went over my head. And that fucking, that at the beginning of the movie, the overhead talk of like uh, the one guy convincing a lady to get an abortion. Oh, the parking. Yeah, yeah. The oh, park- man. The white zone is for loading and unloading. Made me laugh. Movie so hard because it's just you don't see it it's like they don't, there's no cut to it's just like you have to be paying attention to this overhead speaker talking yeah it's a nice um i think it's a nice setup for the entire movie which yeah. you just said which is like you, if you're gonna laugh at this movie you gotta pay attention because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna sneak some stuff in that was one that my friends and i quoted all the time yeah that one and obviously surely and it's like yeah. like justin said it's like this i was two years old when this uh premiered so it's kind of funny to think that 10 years later, eight years later, eight to 10 years later, like a bunch of kids would be quoting a movie, you know, like that came yeah. out way before their time. I think back to specifically like that, uh, that overhead talk. Uh, I was so young when I watched this, like this had a, uh, this had a direct impact on like the way that I viewed abortion. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know video. what it was. And the politics of it were that, like, I know what you want. You want me to have an abortion. He's like, well, it's the only... <laughs> It's the only way, like, yeah. uh, that we're going to survive, basically. And I was just like, huh, this is, wow, like, this is a real issue uh, that I'm way too young to be absorbing. Yeah. I mean, I went to Catholic school, so imagine a bunch of Jesus Catholic God. kids oh, making, making abortion jokes. Also, I think one of, one of the other famous lines that everybody remembers is uh, the uh, the two kids, like, in first class oh, yeah. where, like, the, uh, I take it, I take my coffee black, oh, like so my good. men. Yeah. So it's good. so good, and it's so dry, and it's, like, the <laughs> cut back to him is he yeah. is just, like, devastated. But one thing, one, like, that, that's one that sticks with everybody. Uh, you, you talk about like, uh, like Leslie Nielsen, like saying, uh, coming in and mm-hmm. saying like, we're really counting on you setting it up from before. Mm-hmm. I forgot that like when everyone's getting to their seats, that girl is just like walking and finding her seat and it just like lingers on the boy, just like checking her out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, does, he gives her like a legit adult up and down look. <laughs> just a straight up and down. Yeah. If I, if what separates this movie, I think from almost every other comedy even though, spoiler alert, it actually didn't crack my top five. But it didn't crack my name. Wow, spoilers. Yeah. But what separates this movie, I think, is are those little touches. Those little like everything is played perfectly to the point of like they never call out a joke. Even some of them, like uh uh I'm trying to think of like there's one where what did Robert Hayes do? Uh having a tough time remembering. But he, th- there was one joke where he was like you know like that's not he how just look at the camera too yeah but but everywhere there, there's every- one moment there's one moment he looks uh directly like when uh i think elaine uh basically says uh that uh what is it she she leaves him and he looks straight to the camera and says well ain't that a pisser yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but everywhere else it is just like the reactions are perfect the you know it's uh, i don't know it's so sometimes comedy and especially I think recently sometimes comedy like hover like the actors in it or whatever hover above the material of like mm-hmm. look how hilarious we are and that's never the case here it is just uh, this is the movie this is the reality that's going on yeah you'd better tell the captain we've got to land as soon as we can this woman has to be gotten to a hospital a hospital what is it it's a big building with patients but that's not important right now tell the captain I must speak to him Certainly. Excuse me, sir. There's been a little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? It's the little room in the front of the plane where the pilots sit. That's not important right now. You see, the first officer is ill, and the captain needs someone to help him with the radio. Well, let's, let's, yeah, let's dump in. Let's go with number five. We'll go around the... I don't... See, that's the thing. Like, I made a whole list of, like, I just went through, like, a bunch of comedies. And then I was like, which ones do I, like, would I take? Because this is all personal. This isn't, like... Sure. It's my fucking... Yeah. And so I circled four, and then, like, my last, I was like, I don't know what I would put there. Like, so I'll, I'll tell you, like, my honorable mention. So these are, would one of these would be a five if I had a two. Okay. About Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which is technically, I don't know if it's super a comedy, but whatever. It's also in my uh, honorable mentions. Honorable. Friday. Like. Also in my honorables. Great one. Uh, and then I was just like, well, like Monty Python, the Holy Grail. There's like some of them, like these are like you know, the jerk. Jerk's great. Uh, Coming to America is not my top five, but close. 
mm-hmm. the entire but then i was like okay what, what movies have i watched like in the last like 20 years or something where i laughed out loud and i was like bridesmaids like was one of the last ones i actually like laughed in a theater like out loud uh, anchorman like the first anchorman was great in the theater and then all the jackasses yeah jackasses are great like i would consider comedy I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think, think I've ever laughed harder in a movie theater, uh, and like it's partially just ruined. Uh, and I can't say that it's the funniest comedy ever, uh, mostly just because of how quotable it came afterwards. Uh, but when Borat wrestles, mm. oh yeah, that's but naked, yeah. like all yeah, the way, all the way down like a hotel, yeah, and yeah. just like spills out into the lobby. I lost my mind, and the audience was there with me. Like it was just cacophonous. Yeah, I. Yeah. I it seems weird that that would be my almost word for word response to that. It's almost like yeah. the Pfizer is uh, yeah. putting my words in your, <laughs> in your head. But oh, yeah, fuck. that I I also took Pfizer. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have Pfizer too. Wait a minute. Wait one second. Uh... Um, are we vibing? Are we like humming on a plane right now? We're fizing. We're fizing. Did the gummy? Did the gummy hit? When the the second dose dose hits? Is that what uh, mind control? I I already know that. (laughs) Nice. Is that what mind control is called now? By the way, vibing. Vibing. We're just vibing. We're just vibing. Uh, yeah. That that Borat moment is uh, hilarious. Didn't make my. I didn't. I think the rest of the movie's fine. And I think the second one was a laugh-free experience. Oh, I thought it was fine. <laughs> I did not. I thought it was mean. I thought it was super mean. I, th- I thought it was like, I don't know. It seemed very rich person making fun of poor person in a lot of, a lot of cases. And like that baby, um, the doctor, the Christian doctor, that one seemed most mean at all. Like, mm. you know, I don't, I don't agree with that guy. But he was nothing but nice and concerned for that girl. And the joke was his belief system. That's not a good punchline. But I digress. Uh, Kevin, you want to? So what? So pick one for your for your five. For my five, I think I'm going to go with. I think I might go with Jackass as like Mm -hmm. a lump thing, just because I could rewatch those yeah i don't i don't believe that um that i can order these five i don't think it's fair to the movies uh i don't uh and th- by the way uh i don't have a fear of commitment this is not me <laughs> sure. uh sure. being worried about committing to which one is the funniest uh i just wrote five down and there there are so many so many others that could slip in the uh hamlet two uh, could definitely be in hilarious here. Movie. Uh, yeah. Good movie. incredible uh, uh i i have laughed more times per capita in the film clue uh and probably galaxy mm. quest than any other movies Ooh, but galaxy i don't quest is good. but i really? don't know that they are the funniest movies ever yeah interesting um, i i don't i don't even think i know i've seen clue but i i think i might have been too young i watched clue for the first time like this month and? It was great, but I, I <laughs> okay. but it doesn't like I, since I didn't watch it as a kid. It's like oh okay, like we really had a drum roll there. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it again. Uh, and again, uh, what's he gonna say? Again, Pfizer brain. So I was like, wait, did I freeze? Wait. 
<laughs> we're reloading. Yeah. Um, um, I have to go, and I've never seen Galaxy Quest, and I've I've heard that uh, it's great a few times. I gotta go. I gotta watch it. Um. So your your five then, Kevin, is Hamlet too? No, my five. Just pick one then. Okay, fine. Don't tell me what to do, guys. Guys, Jeez. this was supposed to be fun. If I have to pick one, it's airplane. Right. And Excellent. and it's airplane slash naked gun. Uh, okay. I mm-hmm. I have trouble. Uh, not you a can kind of lump commitment. those all into the same. That's kind of all. All right, then we'll throw hot shots in there too. Uh, See, <laughs> I wasn't lumping, man. I wrote hot shots too because that's legitimately funnier than the first one. Yeah, uh-huh. but uh, I will. Right. What's your five? It's very good. My five is Wayne's World two. Two. Yeah, two. I love. I think two is gold. I love the Woodstock so parts. I love. Uh, it's got the fight between uh, Mike Myers and James Hong, who's in Airplane. All right, oh, we're gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need to? Yeah, Elizabeth's gonna quick. take a shower now. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, well, well. We should have done this on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> Get in a bat. Uh, what is it? Hot tub. <laughs> 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 I do. I love the first Wayne's World, but I got to go with two. I think two. Yeah, good. I'm hoping that all are your top five all sequels. I have a lot of sequels, actually. Um, not in my top five, but on my honorable mentions, I have Hot Shots two. I have Wayne's World two. I have, and I have Ace Ventura two, which did not make the top five. When that nature calls. Nature calls, man. Gold. Completely and 100%. And this is me talking. Inappropriate. (laughs) Like, just. Sure. Yeah. Problematic, but it is. The whole Tommy Davidson as like a Zulu warrior. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny, though. You've come a long way admitting that Ace Ventura (laughs) 2 is inappropriate. Well, but here's the thing. And and so is one. Right. Yeah. That's why it made the list. Why do you think it's there? Man, Ace Ventura is the all-time comedy that like uh, people, upon rediscovering it, could not be more <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 Oh, why? Because the transphobic uh, ending? All the trans stuff, yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll say about that, not in defense of it, but those are all cops. Sure. I yeah. mean, how do you think they but, would react? Well, right, but I don't think the joke of it is that because yeah. they're cops, <laughs> they're like they're pig-headed, and so uh, they're uh, they're threatened by it. Oh, I did take it like that. I, I watched it not too long ago. I'd say like last year, I watched Ace, and uh, that that is how I came across. Like they're all grossed out, but they're they're again they're pig-headed police officers. I mean, it's a uh, uh, oh shit, what's his name? I mean, I would agree with you if the dolphin also didn't go. (laughs) (laughs) It's everybody. Dolphins can't be uh, hateful, transphobic. (laughs) Please. Dolphins are good people or good whatever mammals. Yeah, uh, they're one of the only species that rapes. Yeah, they're like big rapists. Yeah. (laughs) Huge rapists. That's why the Japanese eat them. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Kill them all. We're hunting rapists and eating them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fuck, man, fuck, fuck how dolphins. how long how long is this little side segment gonna be? <laughs> I feel like we're we're really derailing. We really went ourselves. into dolphin rape corner over. Well, it's really gonna it's gonna be fun with the cable boys uh, stinger after that beat, so 
I'm worried that if we if that's how long it took for five, uh, we should just say our five. Okay. 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 So yeah, Justin, go ahead. So I guess Jackass, the movies are five. I like I said, that's nebulous. Four, I think, would be best in show. Mm, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent pick. Which Boy, just, those guys really had a run, didn't they? They did. I mean, like that, like it's just the best of all those, I think. It's I like I love waiting for Guffman. And Mighty Wind's great, but Best in Show is really top-notch. Yeah, I would agree. And really set, like, again, like, a lot of comedy standard after that of, like, mm-hmm. there's just always going to be prepared. And then number really, three, really fell off a cliff with uh, For Your Consideration and uh, oh yeah, Mascots. Was mascots was... Oof. I didn't watch it. Really bad. Or, no, I did. I'm lying. I did. That's um, I Mascots uh, had the problem of having actual comedians in it and then them thinking it was, they were f- being funny. Yeah, and it was it's, it's completely a miscalculation. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, so then three would be Shaun of the Dead. Oh, nice. Which very, I loved. very funny. I love like that's one of those movies. Like I remember, it's like barely internet or not barely internet, but like not a lot of spoilers. Just kind of knowing barely enough about it, and then like being fucking blown away in the theater of like, holy shit, this is so funny and good with like the soundtrack, just everything. But again, that movie doesn't exist without Airplane. Cause there's so many like just like background gags, like all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. It's like, Oh, that's fucking airplane. Like, yeah. They, yeah. Set that. And it, my, it's also just like a direct parody yeah, of a yeah, genre. Exactly. And then my number one and two, I feel like are kind of interchangeable, like depending on my day. Uh, three Migos. Yeah. That made my list too. Three Migos fun. and hooray uh, and young Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my top. Like when when you like when anybody ever says what's your favorite comedy movie, those are the top two that automatically pop into my head. Like especially Both, Three Amigos. Yeah, great film. Both honorable mentions for me. Um, wow. Three Amigos was close, but I, I you'll understand what what uh, took its place. But okay. as a kid, I mean, Chevy baby. Chevy. Don't do some bullshit and do like Doctor Strange Love or something like that. No, I didn't. I didn't. There's no there's no artsy fartsy. It's all no, like artsy. fucking yeah. Tootsie or fucking bullshit or like that's not funny no nope it's, it's uh all- caddyshack 2 it's uh <laughs> yeah. european vacation yeah. meatballs with two. jackie mason <laughs> <laughs> all right mike me all right so i said five was wayne's world two four is house party which we've discussed Great. before just a, a fun movie. Yep. hilarious movie robin harris rest in peace three my hero this is why i didn't pick three amigos fletch Okay. I I thought it was going to be Fletch Lives, but yeah. uh, no, yeah, Fletch sure. Lives is yeah. uh, Turkey. It stinks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Fletch is to me the the most quotable movie of all time. I could probably, if I get on a roll, I could probably sit down and just kind of quote the entire movie. Uh, so good. Two, Duck Soup with the Marx Brothers. Still hilarious. I've Have you guys seen, seen it? it? You never seen it? No. No. Yeah, of course we've all seen it. Have you seen the camera? Except for Justin. Yeah. Have you? I've seen, Do you find I've it seen funny? the Marx Brothers. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I, I love Groucho. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's one of the quickest wits there ever has been. Yeah. My other, my other hero. And number one, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Uh-oh. Kingpin. Yeah. You, you've you've definitely Kingpin. like made this case before. I'll uh, be honest. Specifically I've Bill Murray's Kingpin character. Once. Yeah. 
I saw it in the theater and was like, all right. I think it's gold. I, I love it. So I, it to me, and I, I know I've said this before, but it's Bill Murray. It's the funniest performance I've ever seen. Every line of dialogue he says is a punchline. There's no just like throwaway exposition. It's all jokes. It's all gold. Woody Harrelson's great. Randy Quaid is great before he lost his mind. Um, Vanessa Angel's hot. It's about bowling. I love bowling. Uh, it's 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 good. It's a uh, and it's got like a good plot to it. Chris mm-hmm. Chris Elliott shows up for a second and is hilarious. Mm-hmm. No, it was that's really funny. Go. Oh, I was just going to say that's funny because uh, Randy Quaid uh, filming himself uh, fucking his wife on Twitter it, for me is the funniest movie of funny. all time. Yeah, pretty. I mean, him him covering him, his junk with those bananas is hilarious <laughs> too. But, uh. Well, I was I was going to say like what, an honorable mention for me too is <clears throat> Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I fucking love that movie, and it's like yeah. God, Randy Quaid was fucking. It was hilarious. Good for a while there. Yeah, he was he was hilarious, really and uh, and of course Chevy. Chevy's great. Yep. And getting up there. Randy in age. Quaid, Randy Quaid uh, did a great job of uh, endearing himself to audiences by playing crazy kooks in films like <laughs> Independence Day and Christmas Vacation. And he's like, well, if that's what you want, yeah. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go full steam ahead. And just real quick, some honorable mentions. I put Airplane. I put Hot Shots 2. I put Love and Death, which I think is Woody Allen's funniest movie. Uh, like I said, two thirds of Stripes to this day. I've probably watched the first fifty minutes of Stripes uh, two dozen times, and I haven't. I've only seen the last uh, thirty minutes once. <laughs> it's like, yeah. woof. Never watched it again. I turned it off after forty-five, fifty minutes. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Oh yeah, hilarious movie. Dumb and Dumber, Life of Brian, Young Frankenstein, and Major League. Uh, yeah, yeah i mean that is that is my favorite sports movie of all time mm-hmm. uh it is it is flawless mm-hmm. uh really it really deserves to get covered you like a, it more than mvp pod- <laughs> <laughs> i like it more than white man can jump which i think is also a great, oh, that's film. A great movie yeah it's a great movie and it's super funny but but kevin's right i mean major league is just packed with jokes yeah and really funny yeah. shit and just great, also just great archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is the perfect team movie. And mm-hmm. then Major League Two does uh, the impossible by making like making all of those archetypes have an interesting turn. Mm-hmm. Like they they all have an arc over the off season, and you're interested in all of those stories. Uh, I upon revisit, it's ju- it just gets better and better. Yeah. Uh, my five in no particular order. Three Amigos, uh, I adore it. Uh, so so funny, so rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, such such a a perfect, uh, perfect trapeze walk of uh, very goofy and totally serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I believe Monty Python's Life of Brian so uh, is up yeah. there. Um, although uh, I was I was uh, vacillating back and forth between that and Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. um, Airplane I already mentioned. Uh, for me, uh, while waiting for Guffman is might uh, it it depends on the day. I I think I have to go with this is Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has moments that are so funny it's painful, and uh, it's it's very uh, it's very hackney and stoner of me to say. But pound for pound, The Big Lebowski is mm. the funniest, best movie 
that uh, that this world uh, has been graced by. It mm. is uh, it is full of flawless performances, uh, unique perspectives, new ways of making me laugh, and uh, and then you wrap that up in like a like a who done it uh, with a buffoon like trying to <laughs> make his way through it, and it it's a it's a it's a perfect picture. Uh, you can't do better than that. Would you consider? Because like that is a comedy, but I feel like you'd show that to the average person, and they're kind of like, I don't really get the jokes. You know what I mean? Like, really? Stop talking to that person. I, no, I think that's a lot. Like that, that movie didn't do very well, right? Um, it didn't do year. well when it came out, and uh, and full disclosure, I saw it in the theater and had a like, what the fuck? I I felt like I did too. So that's the thing. Like the, yeah. on first impression, it's not like super funny. Uh, but it is great. But like, oh, I love same, it now. I love yeah. it. Yeah. But in that same sense, is would you consider like Pulp Fiction a comedy? Because yes, it's I, fucking super funny. I, I so that's a that's a tricky and let's let's dive into this conversation because I do consider it a comedy, but I didn't put it on this list. I sort of stuck to th- that like to use quotes like comedies, you know, yeah. like something that is just going for one thing to make you laugh. I mean. Pulp Fiction's like Goodfellas is fucking hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the Big Lebowski is hilarious. That sort of teeters, I think, because it is mm-hmm. a little. Sure. Uh, I I was very close to putting an American movie on here just because yeah. it it has deeply deeply funny moments, and I I laugh every time I watch it. Honestly, one of the one of the movies that makes me laugh harder than anything is not a comedy at all, and it's a movie we would watch in college and just how laughing. <laughs> is uh do you remember affliction oh with uh nick nolte and james coburn and willem dafoe the like he's like a alcoholic it is it is the bleakest movie you could ever watch and it is so bleak that it becomes hilarious (laughs) this family is so fucked up and they're so hateful to each other that my friends and I would quote it. Like, it's not meant to be like punchlines, but we would just quote lines from it and, and laugh. Like, it's it's gold. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like kind of like The Room or like Miami Connection, which are hilarious by default. Like, right. Or, I know. mean, Affliction's a, legit, a legitimately good movie if you're yeah. just kind of watching a sad sack drama. But it just, it just became so funny to us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's tricky. I mean, because Tarantino obviously is trying to make jokes and trying to make yeah. you laugh. Uh, and Boogie Nights obviously is yeah. gold. Um, yeah, so I guess throw out our lists and... Uh... <laughs> well, that was like my problem with like putting like Ghostbusters. Like, I love Ghostbusters, but is it like a comedy from like beginning to end? Not really. Like, I think it, it, it's, it, tough to, it's tough to measure against a film like Airplane where, like, it is nothing yeah, but, but comedy. Jokes, yes, like, yeah. it, is, it is filled to the brim uh, with, with just, like, attempts at humor. There, there's, not, there's not a lot of, like, backtracking into story. Yeah. Yeah, the only one on my list that is, uh, has any sort of heart is House Party, yeah. which has real tender moments and stuff like that. But it's just, I think it's just gold. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Well, speaking of funny movies, uh, Leslie Nielsen, as we said earlier, is definitely one of the standouts in this. And when he was cast, uh, they were basically told that uh, he's a great guy, but he's uh, Leslie Nielsen's the guy you cast the night before. You don't like, you don't go out giving him offers. 
Uh, but again, it was just like a casting director who just didn't get it. Uh, and until they started shooting, that's when they finally got it. Um, something I didn't know about Leslie Nielsen, uh, like obviously he had a long storied career of, uh, playing the straight man, which is why he was so good at, um, at bringing life into comedy by playing it straight. Um, I didn't realize that he was, uh, such a silly guy at heart and that, the main thing he was known for is just carrying around a little fart machine and a whoopee cushion. <laughs> so like whenever they were filming things and it wasn't on him, he would basically break up his lines with little like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I did hear that. <laughs> Which is so funny. Uh, his, he, he took, he took that particular sense of humor to the grave. His epitaph reads letter rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. My favorite. That's I go out on a high note. That's yeah. like. <laughs> Do you guys so ever funny. think about that? If you had a tombstone, what it would say? I feel like I'm just going to be cremated. But if I had a tombstone, I mean, bro, I, I made a film about it. Of course, I've thought about it. You make it films? Was, it was called Gravy. Oh yeah, they're talking about their tombstones. Yeah, I've totally thought about it. Check it out. Check it out, everybody. Gravy on uh, Vimeo, probably. Yeah, or YouTube, both of them. Yeah, you yeah. can find it. Yeah, just uh, I'll send it to you. Justin, you can still, like, if you get cremated and you don't get scattered, uh, you can have, like, something mm-hmm. engraved on, on your little on your little, uh, your little little cup that they'll put you in. <laughs> yeah. My plastic cup. I wouldn't yeah, mind. like, yeah. They'll, they'll put you in a teaspoon. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to say he died doing what he loved, killing himself. That's that's very good. Thank you. I thought we were going to say, he died doing what he loved. Cocaine. Kevin, do you have a tombstone uh, uh, slogan or saying? Uh, no. Uh, similar to my uh, having trouble picking five <laughs> of my favorite comedies. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I've been I've been pouring over like what tattoo to get for twenty years. So First that all, that don't, feels don't pretty tattoo. permanent. What don't are you get, talking about? Don't get a tattoo. Why you can't you can't tell me what to do? Yeah, I I absolutely can. Don't get a tattoo. Well, what gives you the authority to tell me? Um, I, I control the Zoom, bro. On my uh, on my right shoulder, I'm gonna get Pfizer gang. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, tell him you regret having tattoos. I only have the one because I regret it. Although, you know what's really funny? I mean, it does make me go home, but I love even more now is that Steven Strucker character. The, like, yes, Boy I would Bridges love to talk about Steven, or St- Steven yeah. Stucker. Stucker, yeah. So he plays funny. the character of shit. Johnny. Like, oh, again, like a lot of that stuff just went over my head as a kid of like, coffee. No, thanks. <laughs> so, oh, so funny. How did I forget about this? I'm glad you brought him up. And speaking of Jerry Springer. Yeah. Are you talking about Donahue? <laughs> Yeah, he was a uh, he was an AIDS denier, which is oh, odd. no, no, he wasn't. Which is odd because he had AIDS. He was an AIDS denier. That, he that was, was a, that was the worst way to set up Steven Stucker. Yeah. What what, do you, what would you say he was then? He he was uh, he was an early uh, crusader for AIDS awareness. He was one of the first uh, the first people who were diagnosed to actually go public with his disease. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't. Wait. Hold on. 
I'm trying to find the the clip. Yeah, you're you're talking about Donahue on there. Like he's like, I have AIDS and I've had it for six years, and I'm sure I'm going to have it like until the end of the decade. But he was like, he was also he was on that show specifically to say, I'm not. I have AIDS. I'm not going to infect anyone. Uh, everyone is scared and they're treating us like second class citizens. And granted, he's a big weirdo and he's hysterical. So he's like rolling around on the floor at one point uh, laughing at the audience. But yeah, like he he said he said some things that like obviously were disproven because he died the next year. But mm-hmm. he wasn't he wasn't an AIDS denier. He, oh, I, he I thought he I, had took, it. I just took it wrong. I thought he was denying oh. it. I thought he was like, I have it. It's no big deal. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna live a long time. I could have swore mm. that that's. I mean, I felt like I watched it. And here, I, I put it in the chat if we want to. If we want to watch it. No, I don't. All right. How does Steven Stucker feel? Uh, you you are best known for your performance in Airplane. You have been in Airplane Two, the sequel. You're from Hollywood. How do I feel? Uh, I just feel a moment. <laughs> may I say? May I say? You you you. I know you. I know you. If you can find a laugh in this show, go for it. Okay, uh, we I, might as well. I, I will. But you have AIDS, Mr. Stucker. For six years. You you have AIDS for six years. Six and you, years. And you have it now. Uh huh. And I'll have it till the end of the century, and then I'll probably look really horrible. But I'll ring in the end of the century. You're here to say AIDS does not mean it's you not die. It's not fatal. It's not deadly. Uh, don't I look? Do, do I look fabulous? Excuse me. There are so many people out there. It's I so know. important to you to disagree with them. Really? There's so many. Do you know how many friends I have that have had What's AIDS for five and six years? They're alive. Okay, so you do kind of see what I'm saying, right? Yes. It seems I, a little I see denying. what you're saying. <laughs> I just like, I, I, had, I had like a whole post-it note specifically like in honor of Steven Stucker, like talking about how much he brought to the movie that he was like, uh, he was a... Uh, he was one of the first people just to be like out and like LGBT and just like uh, he so, so many people like I've I've just seen like blog posts where like uh, they're just like, yeah, the gay guy from the gay guy from Airplane. And he's just like a positive character. He's like downright the funniest part of the movie. That's great. I like I was just put off by like. <laughs> You say like, oh yeah, Steven Stucker. I wanted to talk about him. He denied AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> like even weirder. Even though he died 15 years before, he was also a 9/11 uh, denier. <laughs> I'm give gonna me fact check give me drums. That. Give me drums. Give me drums. Uh, I'm on Pfizer. Give me drums. He, here you go. That was bad. That was very. My friend Post, you have the power of the edit, but I have the power of the drop. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Even if it's against me, I love a laugh. Yeah, it'd be a fun to experiment. I mean, it'd be hard, not hard to do, but to rank every scene in Airplane as what's the funniest scene. Like, Could you name your top one? Let's just, I mean. I, I think uh, Robert Stack punching all the people in the, air, in the airport as he walks through <laughs> is a fucking brilliant sequence. Uh, the Roger Roger, I think, is great. I think if you combine them, because they do it twice, is the jive talking. That's my favorite. Jive talking is great. I speak Again, a I, jive. I thought it'd be more problematic, but I no, it's not at all. I, to me, that's what is great about comedy, which is like, hey, this is something that 
you you all do and this is something that we do we're we're over yeah. literal we're over just like you know wow golly you know yeah. like it works it's so funny and then to bring the old white woman yeah <laughs> she can speak it it's just it's such fucking a- it's, it's what's her name too right mrs cleaver from yeah. leave it to beaver yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys, uh, those guys, uh, Norman Gibbs and Al White actually scripted their own lines yeah. Yeah. because apparently Jerry Zucker in the original script, we just wrote mofo, shit, man, yeah. what foe? And uh, they came in and they were like, we don't, we're, we're Jewish guys from Milwaukee. Like, please, <laughs> please make this make sense. Everything. Yeah. They're so smart about that. Like, yeah. we just, like, that is a great point. Finding the weird extras is a great mm-hmm. thing. Let that fucking weirdo just do whatever he wants to do. That <laughs> yeah. dance, yeah. That he thinks that he's dancing. Yeah, um, yeah just every, <laughs> it's just fun, man. It's just fun to watch when every move is the right move. Yep. Another, it's, a real, it's a real delight. Another thing out of that I didn't really get as a kid, but I remember as, as the, the eggs coming out of the lady's mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But as a kid, it, it was just like, oh, she keeps producing eggs and not realizing like, oh no, it's just, a magic trick. He's just doing. It's a comment on like shitty magic. Is all mm-hmm. it is because it never pays off. It never is like no. other people start producing eggs. It's just that one scene. This was really like so much. Oh, and then we fucking my favorite, not you know, favorite part of the movie. But whew, those boobs for two boobies. seconds Hell running yeah, across the screen. Hell yeah! I remember <laughs> counting down to that. Like every single time, like, oh, here it comes. They're going to crash. There we go. Yeah. Great. So yeah. And though, those are also uncredited boobs. We may never know. Uh, so uh, Kitten Natividad uh, was credited as bouncy topless woman on plane. Uh, but she's the one who, uh, at, like, they show the jello jiggling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it pans over and uh, she's jiggling as well. Um, yeah. Will we ever see a movie like this again? Will they we ever tried. see spoofs they, again? They try. If you go like on fucking like Netflix and look up spoof, there's a ton of them mm-hmm. that are like in the last few years, and then none of them are good. None of them are good. Lord knows we went through a solid decade of the same movie over and over again, which is yeah. yeah uh, and you know our, our show friend uh, Herbert Russell Russell Harper is the star of one of them. Yeah, maybe we should have him on at some point. But uh, oh, the Hangover absolutely. Games. Well, that's the thing about this movie is so much of it isn't tied to the era. You there's know, a good like, amount. I mean, there's a good amount. The Saturday Night Fever. But the, well, the, thing, the thing to them that works out is that Saturday Night Fever itself now is iconic. Yeah, that song so it doesn't so matter iconic, that yeah. it's from the 70s. It's like, yeah. even to us, you know, did, we weren't even alive when Saturday Night Fever came out. It's but so it's fun. also just like a dance. Like, oh, they do that part where they do the dance. Mm-hmm. It's like. But it's like there's not a ton of references that are like I feel like are. There's a couple. Like you wouldn't there's get a couple. Now. There's a couple, but not the way like these like like the Hunger Games spoof is of like oh yeah. you, you need to have watched all the Hunger Games movies and all these other movies to get it. Mm-hmm. I think the references and the um, the periodness of it is more just in the stunt casting, like having yeah. Mrs. Cleaver and having uh, you know the guy from Mission Impossible as the as the pilot. Also, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, did you post? You'll care about this. Did you see that they originally wanted Pete Rose? No, I didn't oh, see that. Funny. Really? Yeah, they approached Pete Rose, and he's like, "I this is in the middle of baseball season. <laughs> I'm I'm doing what I do to make a living. Yeah, betting on baseball. Yeah. Let him in. Let him in the hall. Seriously. Let him in. 
But yeah, they offered uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar the part. Uh, they offered to pay him 30 grand uh, for his appearance. And uh, his agent came back and said, uh, he'll do it for 35 uh, because he wants to get this Persian rug. And that's how much it costs. And they were like, wow, that's a really, that's a great move. I've like, that's creative. We might as well give it to him. Uh, but it wasn't a ploy because like in a magazine, like a couple of weeks later, there's a picture of him posing like all proud with this Persian rug. <laughs> all right, let's. Go to reviews. Roger Ebert gave this film three stars. Roger says, Airplane is a comedy in the great tradition of high school skits, the Sid Caesar TV show, Mad Magazine, and the dog-eared screenplays people's nephews write in lieu of earning their college diplomas. It is sophomoric, obvious, predictable, corny, and quite often very funny. And the reason it's funny is frequently... Because it's sophomoric, predictable, corny, etc. And now it's time for our heralded segment. Everyone's a critic. Uh, Not on Meds gave this film one star. Not on Meds writes juvenile in-your-face humor. I laughed my ass off when I first saw this movie. 36 years ago, it was the funniest gag-filled flick I'd ever seen. But that back then, I needed just that. Some unkosher Hollywood craziness to pull me out of the major downstate I was in at the time. It did the trick, but today... 36 years hence, after a vain attempt to watch it again, I just couldn't get past 10 minutes of this very clever but very silly tour de floof. My apologies, but it just didn't rub my funny bone in the same way it did back in 1983. Not at all. Not for me, obviously, but it may for someone, anyone else. And it's not for me to judge (laughs) for you. You'll just have to see it and decide for yourself. Funny? Not funny? No telling taste in the arts or for anyone's sense of humor. Uh, I reiterate, not on meds. Uh, also gave. <laughs> <laughs> also gave five stars to 2019 Zen wall calendar. Beautiful simplicity. For the past six years, my apartment calendar was all about space. The Hubble space photos, impossibly gorgeous pics of the cosmos. This year, however, I felt the need for a change. Then I came upon a single photo from a 2019 Zen calendar advertised on Amazon. Bing! Just what I didn't know I was wanting. A perfect feeling of an uncomplicated moment in time. Just what I needed. Perhaps it's too late for you to pick it up from this seller. But why not? Beauty is beauty, and a calm mind is a calm mind. And what if it's March already? Who knows? Maybe it'll be just what you need as well. Best wishes. Thank you, Not On Meds. Yeah, sure. It's very nice. Uh, We also have Hawkeye Tom. One star. Airplane flies low. The TV version was cleaned up and would have gotten five stars for me. The DVD has nudity for nudity's sake with no relevance whatsoever. The nudity and language detract from this film's value to a huge extent. They override the film's super comedy component. Wish I could buy the clean version. 
Hawkeye Tom also gave five stars to 60 spoon rack display case wall cabinet. Goodbye. Durable, great quality, well-constructed. My wife was happy with her original rack, which was an open one. She loved this one because dust is outlawed and is everything she wants in a rack. Wife happy. Wife happy. Uh, Canadian Gypsy gave this one star, said, No idea why this is in the American movie archive. Tried to watch this movie after is why it's ranked so high. Uh, It's awful. It's supposed to be slapstick comedy, but geez, it's just blunt, stupid, and the acting is like watching old vaudeville skits with bad actors. There are comedies out there uh, that are brilliant and far better. Just don't know why this movie is ranked as high as it is. Canadian Gypsy also gave five stars to $25 Visa gift card plus $3.95 purchase fee. Grandson wanted a gift card. Not a super fan of gift cards. They're perfectly fine to give in a pinch or when you're totally stuck for a gift idea. I'm more of a hands-on creative type, thus not really keen on just giving away a gift card, but our grandson was insistent on us giving him one so that he could buy a gamer keyboard and wasn't forthcoming and telling us the keyboard he wanted. Thus, he just wanted us to send him a gift card. Interesting. Wow. Uh, how's that, uh, Pfizer treating you? Good, good. I'm fine. Yeah, wait till Why did I, why did I zone out? No, I, normally I read these and you guys have some reaction to them. Hey, here's the thing. I I zoned out. (laughs) 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 I completely zoned out. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get you back with this one. Angela Glatfelter, one star, hated it. Ugh, hubby loved this movie, but I couldn't wait for it to end. Angela Glatfelter also gave five stars to product no longer available. Ugh, husband wanted them. I thought they were unattractive, still do, but they fit him and he likes them. Oof, that's a, mar- that's a tough marriage. That's Oof. a tough what do you, one. <laughs> what uh, do you guys think the product was? Um, I don't know. What would what would she be so upset about that fit him so well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pants? I, I just think it's funny that her one star and her five star review both Are begin with Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Get out, dude. Get out. You gotta get out, hubby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not safe for you there. Yeah. Well, that was everyone's a critic. Let's head down to Pop Corner. All right. This movie gets a twenty-five dollar gift certificate to Popcornopolis. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Just what I wanted. So not not Popcornopolis, but just the ability to buy it? To buy whatever you want. There's so much in there. Mm. Buy what you pick and choose. You fill your bag up. You know? Choose some of the different ones. Yeah. $25. That's a lot of that's, Yeah, it gets you a lot of Popcornopolis. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get a couple bags for sure. Um, I give this film a fucking popcorn, boys. This mm-hmm. film gets it. This is a fucking popcorn. What? Mm-hmm. What? It, it's it's a delectable treat. It's sweet. It's salty, and uh, and to be honest, I finished a whole bag and I'm still hungry for more. Uh, this is um, like you're eating a bag of popcorn, and uh, just all of a sudden, a, a nice pair of tits starts uh, jiggling around, and you couldn't be happier. 
Well, uh, this has been a great episode, as usual. If you feel the same, go ahead and rate this five stars. And if you don't already, subscribe to it. We're thirsty for numbers, babies. Uh, Follow us on Instagram. Watch us on Twitch on Wednesdays. Uh, Tell your friends. Uh, We're sick of doing this for no reason. Uh, uh, But yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh, But also eat shit and die.